leaving song. Mm-hmm. Walked away. I fucking love disgrace. that song so much. It's so Felt goddamn the good. the chill upon my face. Walked away again. That's my favorite part right there. The again. Because it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, different artist, and we break down one of their records. We give all the details. Why are, um, are you pounding on things? Well, I don't know why I'm pounding on things. I don't know. Yeah, we get into a different record every week. We break it down. We try to have a good time. Uh, my name is Tyler. A few feet away from me is Jeff. We're actually in the same room this time. It's been a long time. I don't know, maybe nine, ten months now since we've actually been in the same room to pod. Um, yeah, go to all the social media. All of it is at Asinine Radio. Uh, please go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars on there. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call, leave us a voicemail, send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And um, that's all I have for the boring intro. So, Jeff, what is your um, origin story with the AFIs? You know what's crazy is I was just I was just I was just I was just looking was just, online here. I was just I was just, just, I was just looking online. It was, just, it was just. And oh my god. Oh my god. And Alan Forbes, the guy who did All Hallows Eve, and Hallows he did Eve. fucking uh, All Hallows EP, and he also did Black Sails, and he also did Art of Drowning, and he also did Conspiracy of One. Oh. And he also did Goldfinger's Goldfinger. That's a great cover too. And he also did Simmer Underground. He did this album that we're doing this week. And then he also did Earthless, the, the, the band that I just brought to the pod last week. Oh, really? Yeah, Weird. he did that cover too. So that's this, guy's, this guy does a lot of stuff. Now that I think about it, I remember us talking about him doing the Offspring one too. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder if he created this because he created the Black Crows logo. Really? Yeah. So I wonder if he created, because I think, was Conspiracy the first time the Offspring used like the burning head thing? Yeah. They didn't have it on the on Americana. I wonder if he created the uh, the logo for them. He could have. Dang, this guy's got some money then. <laughs> Probably. Alan Forbes, Probably. the second. All right, so yeah, what's your origin story with AFI? Um, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Wow, that was a that was I a rough one. I don't, huh? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I did this, but when I was downloading illegally, um. I guess obviously downloading is probably going to be illegal at this time, right? <laughs> through Napster, I think it was through Napster the first time. Then went to Kazaa, and then yeah. But I I, was, I downloaded very proud of you, and I don't remember why. I don't remember who told me to do it. I don't remember why I did it, but uh, I did, and and I liked it a lot. But then I didn't listen to AFI again until essentially like high school, until like people loved. Sing the Sorrow? The album of the week, yeah. And then I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of a cool album. And then realizing that the same album that I've already had and listened to multiple times, I was kind of like, holy fuck, this band kind of sucks now. They they changed a lot. <laughs> I don't like it. So very proud of you as like my intro. And then the, the album of the week is, is where I really started listening to AFI and then going back to the earlier stuffs. But I really I would really like to see why my, I don't know, fucking 12-year-old self downloaded AFI. Very proud of you. I'm I mean, Napster's. 
maybe it was the only thing on Napster at the time. But I was downloading the first thing a lot that came of like, like scum, like a lot of Lesson Jake, a lot of Goldfinger, a lot of like Catch Twenty Two stuff. Well, I mean, at stuffs. that point, when you were downloading all that stuff, I probably was there a thing like like on Spotify where it says people also like this? No, 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 no. And why no. would I, why would I do that? I have no idea. Maybe it, just, it had a lot of cedars, so you it was it's going to be a faster download, so maybe that's why you did that. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know either. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's I said. What, that's, that's, what, why that's why I said, what you said it. That's what you're saying. So that's my origin story. It's kind of weird. It's kind of yeah, random. Yeah. But you didn't even. But you said you didn't even really like it, right? Oh no, I loved it. Oh, that's what. Okay. That's why it's so nostalgic for me. That's why I. I always rank it higher than I probably should. Is yeah, because I. I just. I've had. I've listened to that one more than anything. More than any other album that they've done. Okay. And you do. You have ranked it pretty high. <laughs> you have ranked it pretty high. I mean. There are better records like Crash Love and everything. Well, there's, there's there's one better record, yes, and that is Black Sales. All right, my origin story with AFI is uh, Black Sales. That was the first thing I ever heard. My cousin had that that CD, um, and I, I remember short like maybe a couple weeks after that, I went out to Best Buy to go get it, and they only had the Art of Drowning that just came out. So I got the Art of Drowning. That's pretty much my origin story is is Black Sales, and then really really being obsessed with the art of drowning and I've listened to that so many goddamn times. I love that record. Whoa. Ton of nostalgia. It wow. it really just made my, my love for AFI. Just I just, I really instant. don't, I, I can't get around it. I cannot, I cannot get around the fact that you legit think that is better than, than like black sales. The art of drowning. Yeah. Oh, cause it is, but it's, it's not, it is. The songs are better. The it's melodies are better. Not. The bass playing is better. Everything is better on that record. Maybe not the, maybe not the mix, but there it is. Overall, you heard it. Tyler's Overall, wrong. it's a better record. Tyler is incorrect. I am 100% right. Again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then uh, let's get into Sing the Sorrow, the album of the week, obviously. What are your um, What are your initial sorrow. thoughts? Did you really... Well, but you already said you didn't like this record when it came out. Why Why do you keep hitting the couch? Why are you angry? Know. I just do that. I do that when I talk. Is what you do like at home when you're yes, by I yourself? Do. You just hit things? I snap, I clap, oh, yeah, I hit you things. Fucking constantly I, making I play noise. with these coil things on the the mic stand. Duda, duty. So yeah, sing the sorrow. What do you got on this one? I I didn't like this when it came out. Like at all. I thought this was stupid. It, it was high school stuff. So it was just kind of like, oh, this is like hot topic and dumb. And this is stupid. This is not punk. This is not what I know. AFI. Like I was a big fan anyway. So I, I even even now today, like I don't I don't think this is like a great album. I I respect a lot what they were doing here. I like the direction they were going. I'm I'm happy that they just not just keep doing the same fucking dark punk thing. That would get tired real quick. Oh yeah. So like it's cool that they that they that they're transitioning here, and that's rad because there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool songs on here, but there's a lot of really dumb songs on here too. Mm. But um, but uh, but I don't, I, I don't know what your question was. It's probably a dumb I don't know. But, anyway. but I mean, sing the sorrow for me. I I really like this record now. When it first came out. I did not like it. I thought it was really stupid. Coming off of the Art of Drowning, I wanted more of the Art of Drowning. I wanted more Black Sales at that point. You like Black um, Sales? What? You didn't even like Black Sales. I, I really like Black. At the time, I loved those two records way more than I liked the first three. And um, I don't know. Yeah, Sing the Sorrow was a huge disappointment. The first song I heard on it was Girls Not Gray. Mm. And it said, at that point, they had never written a song like that. Davey had never sung like that before. And when I, I remember downloading that from, Na- oh, maybe that wasn't Napster. Maybe, I think it was Soulseek. Yeah, it was Soulseek. Remember that? Soulseek? Did you ever Soul have that Seek. one? No. It was more of like a, it was more of like a straightforward BitTorrent. 
So mm-hmm. I rather than like Napster and Kazaa, and I downloaded Girls Not Grey on there, and I thought it was a fake song. I thought it was just a random person that had uploaded a song as the new AFI song, but no, I was wrong. And um, yeah, I remember just hating it, not even going back to it for weeks because I just hated it so much. But then the album grew on me, and I like it a lot more now. But Sing the Sorrow, huge transition for the band. And since we already played Girls Not Grey, let's just jump right Do into need- that. Oh, yeah. We already played it, so let's get into that. What do you got on? What do you got on this song? Is it a banger for you? No. Is it a stinker? No, I don't think I have any stinkers here. I have a lot of song. I have a lot of. I think I, I only have six bangers. So that's it. That's it. That's all. The, that's all there is. I got twelve bangers. Oh my god! You're an, fuck. Uh, By the way, we're only doing the the twelve tracks. We're not doing the secret songs. We're not doing the B sides, which they have a lot of on this one. We're just doing the the twelve tracks, but uh, yeah, okay. So so not a banger for you, oh, even though we already played it. Um, the video is really just stupid. I mean, all the video so dumb. All the videos from this record are really dumb. So dumb. Um, but song wise, what what do you think of this one? This the, the, the intro does does not hit hard like, at all. I I don't like his intro. You don't like that? I think it's fucking terrible. I think it's stupid. It's stupid. 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 I think it's very like it's 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 very like pandering to the to the goth kids that shop shop at Hot Topic. I think it's terrible. I think it's awful. But uh, I don't know. When it sets in, it's not that bad. Davey's vocals are a little less, a little less like meh, but still kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. This okay. song's just kind of whatever. But really? the call and response chorus, like that's catchy. That's fucking rad. Great bounce to it. And it's fun. So this, this, this song is not like a banger for me. It's not a stinker. There's a lot of nostalgia because this was a very popular song when you're in high school. And it's it's still fun. I like it. You gotta hit the high notes, man. You gotta hit the high notes. Love it. Oh man, he he's all over the place on this song. On this song, he hits. You know what he's doing? He hits every. Yeah, it sounds like he he's like it's a scratch track. He's really all over the place. I like it though. I do like it. This is my four B, by the way. Oh man, this is my four B. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. This is. I wouldn't say it's pandering, but. It's definitely them trying to, to still kind of hold on to what they were doing on Black Sails. This is this is closer to Black Sails than it is Art of Drowning. It definitely is with just the pacing of it all. Um, but I I mean that the chorus is really fucking catchy. It really. What are you doing over there? I was just singing. Now that I could actually see you, I know, like I know you want to fuck around like a lot right now, but you're not gonna do it because I'm here. Possibly. You never know. <laughs> still early. Just started, but yeah, no girls. Got, girls not. Uh, girls not great. Fish. Blah, 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 blah. This is also the the song, the record, really, where he starts to, to sing like with that deep voice, his deep register. Oh, that's that's weird. Yeah, it's it was very off putting, and that's why I didn't like the song at first because it was that that deep voice. What are you laughing about? Because it I'm sounds like you? something, but I don't want to say it. What does it sound like? Oh yeah, but yeah, girls not gray. I mean, since we already played it, what do, what do you have lyrically on this one? So, so I guess like to 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 before we get into the lyrics, there was a lot of people who think this is like a concept album. Who think this oh, is yeah. something about like reincarnation and all this other stuff. And I will say, at points, I can I can see that, I can hear it, I get it. But overall, no, no, yeah, I don't think all. this is a concept album. I think I think he's good at like writing just like like that free form poetry where it's just a lot of words sound cool together mm-hmm. and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But I don't think this is, this is some like higher, higher thing. I, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think there's a, 
I think the only theme is like depression and death. That's yeah. really the only theme. People were talking about how it's about reincarnation and the whole process of that, and that's what this song leads into. And it's the rebirth, this and that. It's like you're just you're you're really pushing it right there. And then they're trying to make a connection with the. They made like an eight minute short called Clandestine. Yeah. And they were trying to like. I watched it again. I mean, I watched it way back when, but I watched it again this week. And they're trying to make these connections. I'm like, dude, you just none of that makes any sense at it's all stupid yeah people are just tr- trying way too hard to make it something more than it is I, I i think it's i think it's just straight up about his depression really that's what it this whole album is about it's about davy being a sad boy and being very depressed and having suicidal suicidal ideations suicidal that's what i think it is yeah no, it's, there's some there's some songs in there i thought were a little bit deeper I oh guess. yeah definitely definitely but overall i don't i don't think there's anything extraordinary yeah. And I was very surprised that there were less songs about relationships. I was surprised at how dark it was. Yeah. I, really I, re- I mean. It is super fucking like morbid. And I guess it makes sense. I mean, the album is called Sing the Sorrow. Uh, the title right there is a very sad boy sounding record. And yeah, the lyrics, the lyrics go along with that. But the song Girl's Not Gray. I mean, this song to me is straight up about committing suicide. The verses you have some pretty good metaphors about passing on to the other side. The chorus is kind of where like he's anticipating finding out what happens after you die. So I mean, th- this song is straight up about suicide. That's it. I, I don't, I don't think it's a, any deeper than that. I got the same of some thing of the too. Metaphors. Especially when he talks about like God, or when he says something about like, 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 will God understand this or something? Like, I don't know the fuck he says. I don't care that much. But <laughs> should have wrote it down. Didn't write it down. But yeah, that's that's what that's what I think too. That's what I got. Yeah, that's what you got. Okay, Scott, so Scott, let's uh, let's get into our biggest bangers. Then, what's your one B here? Do you want to do my one B or do you want to do your let's one B? Your one B. My one B is a leaving song. A leaving song. Walked mm-hmm. away. I fucking love disgrace. that song so much. It's so Felt goddamn good. Felt the chill upon my face. Walked away again. That's my favorite part right there. The again, because uh, it's so bad. <laughs> you just can't quite get like that good melody that low. <laughs> no, again. the best the best part is when. Wait, toward the end of the song when all the music stops and then Jade comes in with that down, 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 those single ding, notes. Ding, ding, ding. But then it's not just a single note because you could tell they tracked it again mm-hmm. so you could hear the two guitars. Oh, it's so fucking good. And the palm, the palm muted, well, before that, the palm muted guitars where he's just palm muting that, 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 those chords. When you, when you, when you play guitar and you go into a palm mute part, the first thing you do is you hit those strings a little bit harder Right before you go into the palm mute. Yeah. Don't know why. Don't know why people do that. Don't know why we do that. That's what they did in the song. Right before the palm mute, hits yeah. the strings a little bit harder. It's like, dang, like, dang. <laughs> why? Why do we do that? Why? It is weird. I never thought about that, but it, you're, you're totally right. Fucking bizarre. I, I, I love this song. I think it's got this like soft and kind of dainty approach, but it's this, this underlying somber and dark tone. Dude, Davey's vocals are great. And that solo is fucking unreal. I love it so much. Yeah. The use of like the octave drops because it goes high and really, really low. Fantastic. It's not even that great. And the whole song, it's weird. This is also a first, oh, no, Morning Star was very minimal, but then the full band came in. But I was going to say, this, the leaving song part, or the leaving song, oh, shit. Can't burp. Can't do that. Uh, the leaving song is just Davy and Jade with the clean guitar and just his vocals and that's it. And, I love the simplicity of it, and I think if they were to do this with an acoustic guitar, it wouldn't have hit the same way. No, at all, at all. But 
Oh man, it's so good. His guitar tone, I think his guitar tone on this entire record is really solid, especially the, his clean guitar tones. They're really, really good, especially on this song and the beginning of Bleed Black. I think this is like the first time we've heard AFI do, not just do like an aggressive, distorted guitar. Well, we, no, hearing, I mean, you have God Called In Sick Today, a Morning Star. Yeah, but even even God Called In Sick Today, that's just a, a clean guitar, maybe a little bit of like verb, but now we're getting, we're getting multi-layers here. We're getting reverb on top of, you know, like an overdrive on top of something else where it's layered with another guitar. So I think they're I think he's messing around with more pedals than he ever has. Yeah, I think so too. Like th- this is really experimental too because prior to this, prior to this record, all four of the guys were living in a squat together and they had no money. All they would do is live in the squat, write music, go on tour, repeat the repeat the process. They've been doing that for the last 7 years, you know, put out all these great records and they're just living in squalor pretty much. And then they were given a little bit of money after, you know, Days of the Phoenix blew up. Well, not blew up, but was had some success. They were given a bigger budget and they used all that money to really experiment and and this you get Sing the Sorrow with that experimentation. But it's just crazy how especially Jade, his guitar playing I don't I guess it improved. I feel like it improved a lot from the art of drowning to this. Like what he was able to do, the sounds he was able to pull out, everything like that. It's it's killer, man. It's fucking good. What 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 bees is for you? This is my three B. Okay, that's yeah. okay. That's fair. That's very fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's very very fair. But uh, so let's play a little bit of the leaving song, and then we'll get into the lyrics. Sound good? Sound yeah. Good. song from afi what do we have lyrically on this one why are you yelling not yelling okay i think this was about depression i don't know sort of like this this conflict within someone to fight off i don't know other people making it worse for them yeah i i I, I think it's about his depression (laughs) and how it's viewed as a stigma uh in society and how he'll never get better he knows he'll never get better um and that just puts him in a deeper depression and the line that I really like is when people, the line is poison hearts will never change. The, in the context of the song, he's 
it's in the song, it's somebody else saying that behind his back that you, like don't trust him because poison hearts will never change. And when he, when he hears that, that just puts him into a, a deeper depression that's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Hey, that's what you heard him say when he walked away. Walked away <laughs> in disgrace. It's so good, man. I fucking <laughs> love this song. Love this song. So, yeah, that was your 1B. That's my 3B. Um, you, We get to move on from that? Let's move on, babe. I want to hear it. Let's All go right, with my, your 1B. My favorite song on this one is This Celluloid Dream. Okay, okay. The best song. Oh, man, dude. Okay. This is a perfectly placed O. You know, you have that that, oh. that that guitar intro, and then O. Oh man, everything drops in right there. It's great. It's it has the kind of it has like a the song also has like a lot of chugging kind of guitar playing in the verses. With I was gonna try to sing like Davy does in the Do verses, it. but it just it would be terrible. But it's very the way he sings is very poppy and and jumpy, mixed with the chugging guitars. It's really really good and. The kind of stop and go in the choruses is fucking solid too. Great bridge as well. I this is this is a perfect song through and through. Perfect song. Oof. What do you got on this one then? It's an okay song. What? This is an okay song. Are you song. fucking serious? Why? There's a lot of good parts to this, but overall, it just doesn't quite get to banger status. Didn't playlist this song. I like that it starts off with that O, like 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 from the ending of, of Paper Airplanes. It's it's cute. And I love that twisting me part right before the chorus. Twisting me. God, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> twisting. Twisting me. Twisting. And then the mm-hmm. like like the, the this staccato instrumentation in the chorus. That's really fun. Mm-hmm. My problem with this one is just it's too fucking long. It's, it's too what, long. like three and a half minutes? It's like five minutes, dude. It's not five minutes. It's like minutes. fucking at least six minutes. No, it is not. It's probably at least six and a half, seven minutes. Six and a half, seven minutes. Yeah. No, it's four minutes and ten seconds. That's fucking too long. I just Way too long. It. This is a very um now that now that I'm thinking about it, it's a very Black Sails song. It has that Tombstone that jumpiness to it that a lot of Black Sails has. That that bridge part is fucking rad though. That it last is. part again before like the twisting me part is <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like some of his best vocals on this album. God dude, I see why don't you like this song? Because I just think it's too long. It's just too much oh. build up. It's a long build up and we don't we don't quite get like the relief that we're promised. Yeah, you are. No, we're you're not. You're giving that, and you're giving all the cool little parts. Like you said, the oh, yeah, we're the giving, twistings. We're, 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 giving, we're giving breadcrumbs, but we're not giving like the loaf. I want the loaf. The bridge, though. All the colors upon leaving. See, you sing. I will turn Why to gray. It's so good. I don't know. God, what a it's perfect good. bridge. A what a song. perfect bridge. I, I had this one as a banger, and then I, I put it down. I knocked it down to okay. Uh, you're unbelievable. You I, make no I, fucking sense. I think what what do they call it? Like the 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 parts are greater than the sum or something like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever that is. As a whole, the song is not as good as if you chop it up into little pieces. I really disagree with you on that. Well, you are really wrong. That's that's fine. That's not a big deal. The only I think really the only negative thing I would have to say about this song, I don't like his guitar tone. I think it sounds kind of not muddled, but it. It, there's too much distortion on it to where it kind of drowns out like the notes he's hitting or something. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Like it, I don't think it's the best guitar tone, but the song is so good. It doesn't even fucking matter. Okay. 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 It doesn't even matter. Okay. So should we play a little bit of it? Sure. Get into the lyrics. Sure. All right. So here it is. The celluloid dream from the AFIs. Oh, 
right, so that's it for the, cellulo- the celluloid dream from AFI. Uh, so what do you have lyrically on this one? I thought this was about like a love interest. I don't know. Yeah. There were a couple songs, and this is know. one of them, where it was kind of hard to decipher. And at this point, people had stopped commenting on Genius. So like, I couldn't even get like a an idea of what it was about. Confirmation but, or, or yeah. anything. Yeah, or anything yeah, to like know. sway my my own opinion. I, I just saw like a lot of romantic things, and so I just I just kind of put that together. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Really, what I put it, I, it's about his love for someone and how it always starts out so beautifully, beautifully, but then it eventually becomes it begins to change and just rot. And that's that's what I feel about this one. Like this, like celluloid, like it's it doesn't last forever. It it deteriorates, and much like a relationship can. That's that's what I think okay, this song is about. Okay, sure. So that's my 1B. So what do you got for your 2B? Death of Seasons. Really? It's that high for you? Death of Seasons. That is my 8B. That is, okay. So what do you got on this one? Uh, Dude, cool little goth kid bass intro, right? Yeah, doom, 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 yeah. doom, boom, boom, boom. Fucking stupid, not very technical, not really doing anything, just kind of like, oh, yeah, let's put a bass intro here. We haven't done one in a while. Let's do it. <laughs> Dude, Davey's vocals are dope. This one kicks up so great. Backup harms, super solid. And then it turns into like super electronic part. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's so good. That's like the first time we've heard him do this shit like that no. well. No, they did it on um, Art of Drowning. They don't do it like this though. This yeah, is they like do. techno-ness. The, the beginning of, um, oh, what is the song? Like one of the last songs on Art of Drowning. What is that? that? It starts out with the electronic drums. Why well, can't even I can't even think of the name of it right before Morningstar fell down and hit your head. But anyway, no, th- this this isn't the first time they've done it. But just that, yeah, that techno part is fucking wild. It makes no sense. They, it, it's so unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary. <laughs> it, it doesn't need to be there. There's no call for it. There's no there's no build up to it. There's no hinting at it. Yeah, really comes out of nowhere. But it's cool because it's like okay. I like the way he screams over it too. Another piece of the puzzle, like coming yeah. into December Underground. I like it. Well, one thing that that has always bothered me about Sing the Sorrow from the moment I heard this record, and even to today when I listen to it again, is it's he. This is the first time he tried screaming this way, or he ever started to scream this way, and he does it like on this song, on Death of Seasons, as well as the Leaving Song Part Two. It's a new kind of scream, and I've never really liked it. It seems a little, it seems very forced. And it seems like he's trying to scream like he did on Shut Your Mouth, but it doesn't seem as natural as as that record, as it does on that record. And I do like it, but it, it just doesn't sound right. And Death of Seasons, it especially when it starts out, you know, with like you said, with the bass line <laughs> and then the, the 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 kind of like thrash not thrashy guitar, but that da 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 it's just that Metallica thing, you know? And then Davey screaming over it, it's it's kind of a mess of a song. Yeah, it's silly. I, I do love it though, but it's a fucking mess. It's silly. It's fu- it's fucking stupid. Again, like it's it's this is almost like a B side that it's put in the middle of the album. <laughs> it really like, why, is. Why the fuck does this belong here? I don't know. I, it's I mean, cool. I think if I were to take if I could take any of the songs out, don't do besides it. Besides of besides silver and silver and um, cold, because I think that song doesn't belong in this record. I would take off Death of Seasons. Only because it doesn't fit on the record, and I would put like Synthesia on this, because that's a really good song. Now the world is another really good B side from this album, and those two songs could have filled the gaps of Death of Seasons and Silver and Cold because okay. 
those two songs just don't belong on the record. Is Silver and Cold your, your lowest B? That's my lowest B. Yeah. That's, that's my 12 B. That's good. That's good. That's good. Would that one sit lowest for you too? No. I don't know, man. I, I, Girls Not Gray is just dumb. You really don't like that one. It's just Crazy. dumb. But Silver and Cold is also... We'll get into Silver and Cold too. Cause... Silver and Cold. <laughs> it's so dumb. But yeah, Death of Seasons. Um, I don't know. Musically, yeah, it's all over the place. So do we have anything else to touch upon on this song? No, I should have timestamped the uh, the electronic part, but I did not. That's fine. I, I'll start it there, you know? That's fine. So yeah, here's a little bit of Death of Seasons from What do you have lyrically on this one? Do you ever touch your mic with your mouth? I do. I touch it with my mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why I wouldn't ever want anybody use my mic or use this uh, pop screen. You bite you're it? You're biting it. No, I've never bit it, but you just did. And you're wiping your nose on it now. Well, since my head gets tired, I just lean like uh, this. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think I think Death of Seasons is about depression. That's all I wrote. Wow, that's what you wrote for every song. <laughs> don't don't forget, okay, fuckface. All right, <laughs> we we had limited time. That's true. We had two, three days. I, I worked all day yesterday and then oh went immediately to a show. So yesterday I, was completely wasted. Wow. I, that, I got nothing done yesterday. I worked yesterday too, Jeff. Yeah, but I and I, I worked the day before that. Yeah, but I can't do things at work. I, I I work at a bar where I have to stand there and listen to <laughs> fucking Spanish music. Hey, I have to go to events and do the Pledge of Allegiance. The only time I got to honestly, the only time I got to listen to these is when I go. I get I get coffee in the morning at Blackrock. It's a little coffee shop, but uh, like like everybody that bartends and works at the restaurant I work at, we all go there, so they know us. They always hook us up with like free shit, and we give them free tacos and shit. But I go there like every morning, just because they have good stuff and like everybody's nice there. So when I'm waiting in line mm-hmm. to get like my coffee, that's when I listen to a lot of these songs and then wrote my notes. Okay, because the line's fucking long. <laughs> You do it on your phone or on your computer? I had to do my phone. Wow. Yeah, it was annoying. Shit. I fucking hated it. I don't know how I did it that many, those many years, all those years. <laughs> Good thing I convinced you to buy a laptop a year ago. Yeah, god damn. So it was essentially just Tuesday, and then I, it, was, it was Tuesday, but then I went to go see Elf at night on Tuesday. Son of a bitch. So I, I, I had to power through these notes, okay? Hey, I did okay. too. I did too. Okay. 
Okay. All right. So death of seasons for me, uh, lyrically, I, I think it's about his thoughts and depression in relation to to those he loves and their mortality, um, and how there's nothing he can do to change things. And what's the point of going on anymore if everybody's just going to die and rot away? What's the point? See so, that about depression. Yes. Oh, okay. The overlying yeah. thing yeah. is, is okay. depression. Okay. Just like every other one of these songs, mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. I've so, I've better notes from other songs. Okay, that's fine. I know this isn't a banger for you, so. What death of seasons? Wait, oh no, it is. It's my two B. It's your two B. Yeah. 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 All right. So then, um, what is my two? Oh, my two B. Probably silver and cold. Well, well, it's bleed black. The third <laughs> song. I I mean the title is just stupid. I love the title. <laughs> it's so it's so it's so it's so 2003. Yeah, it's very early 2000s emo and just ridiculous. That's emo. my three B. Is it? Yeah, okay. I love that song. It's so fucking dope. It is. Um, so yeah, it starts out with that. I really like his his clean guitar tone. Dude, instant nostalgia. Yeah, instant nostalgia. Well, the song starts out with like breathing for like maybe the first six seven seconds, and then that guitar comes in, drums come in. It's it's a great o. It's it's a much better opener than the first two songs. I feel like this should have started the whole <laughs> album out. I love this song. This is a very like pop punky structured song. Yeah, like the way the way everything's set up, it's this is cool, man. The pre-chorus is so fucking rad. It sets up like the higher, the higher like tone of the chorus very well. Mm-hmm. I like it, and the chorus is so goddamn good. I don't even know what he fucking even said until this week. I always thought he said Mister Mister. <laughs> so I'm still that's what I'm gonna say I, for I, him. I, have, I don't even know what he's. I, yeah, I never knew what he said either. I swear he always said Mister. I just until made this week. I just make noises whenever I hear Davey Havoc. <laughs> I just make noises. <laughs> I mean, Totally Immortal is one of my favorite songs of all time. I have no band. idea what he says there. Yeah, th- I, the only lyrics I really know are the, the lyrics sung by the backup vocals. Those are the only ones that are somewhat coherent. Everything that Davey sings, especially in the verses, impossible. I would, to, I would never look him up yeah. either. I like to, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so good. That's probably all he fucking says. They put lyrics later, retcon <laughs> lyrics into that song. It's like you see singers when, when they do scratch tracks, they don't have lyrics, so they just make noises. Yeah. And that's literally what Davey does. Yeah. He doesn't even bother with actual lyrics. Dude, the call and response in like the, the, the chorus is so fucking boss. Mm-hmm. Bridge, so fucking dope. Great melody, great guitar part. And then we hear an actual acoustic guitar, not like a clean electric guitar. We hear an acoustic, acoustic guitar. Yeah. Is that the first time we've ever heard them play like an unencumbered acoustic guitar? I think so. I think so. Dude, already already break breaking the mold here. Because if there would have been something like that, it would have been on Art of Drowning. Because so like this album is the first time we hear him do an acoustic guitar, and then the O's. He never did the O's. He never did the O's. No. Prior oh. to this. The O's are new. The screaming is new, or that new kind of screaming. Yeah. Is new. The lower register that he sings in is new. Oh no! I take it back. He did that on the Art of Drowning. He did that on Morning Star, and he did it on uh, another one of the songs, but I can't remember right now. But yeah, those, those, it's all Davy that's doing all this new shit, really. But yeah, Bleed Black, man. This is this is such a banger. <laughs> it's a good song. I love this song. I you know it's just <laughs> in the chorus when he said, "What is?" I, let me see what he actually says. He says, "These is listen, listen." Oh yeah. Listen, listen. He says, "Listen close, beat by beat." And I, for whatever reason, I've always said, "Blee blah blee, blee blah blee." Like that's just—I'd never have known what he said until this week. 
I'll say that. And it's just, it's so dumb. It, I just, I don't get him at all. I don't understand it. I I just wish that they didn't take themselves so serious. I wish the bandits didn't take themselves so seriously all the time. Yeah, I wish I wish that, and I wish they didn't hate their own music so much. Yeah, like the fact really that they're playing this for the first and last time in live. Like, you fuck yeah, you, they really had bag. to put that fuck in you, man. In the tour and the so the that's so obnoxious. It truly is. Like just alienating your fucking fans to make you hate you as as much as possible. That's annoying, <laughs> dick. All right, let's play a little bit of Bleed Black from the AFIs. The Mister uh, Misters. From the what? The Mr. 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 Alright, so it is Blue Black. From AFI. Oh, shit. Mm. That was good stuff. Mm. It's such a little bitch O, too. Like, his O in Celluloid Dream is is more macho and than than this one. It's, it's just so bitch. Like, if you're going to do an O, like, like do like, oh, right? Like, let, let it bleed out a little bit. Don't go, oh. Let it bleed black a little bit. Let it bleed black blue. God it's like the fucking so uh, the little little thing from the cantina or from Jabba's palace. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's very Davy Havoc. Dude. That is very Davy Havoc. Yeah, oh my god. Wow. That's so We've st- never made so that cool. connection. <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. That'd be fucking rad. Oh, they could god. play Bleed Black in that fucking Cantina scene or that, that Jabba's Palace scene. They could, yeah. Be fucking dope. I, you know, also when when the the drums come in, uh, after that uh. that clean guitar part <laughs> in the beginning yeah. of the intro, it's very Days of the Phoenix sounding. I think it's like the, it sounds almost like the same exact beat that Adam plays on the out of on the Art of Drowning, not the Ad of Drowning. The Adam Drowning. I'm uh, fucking Boston over here. The Ad of Drowning. That's sounded more Australian, right? I don't know. I. I don't know. I think everybody outside of Southern California sounds like an idiot. So, <laughs> <laughs> all all the same accent. All the people who speak the Queen's English. That's that's the only that's the only exception. That is the true. That's the truest form of of royalty right there. Is the, the Queen's, Queen's English. English. The Queen's English. I can only say tea and crumpets. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's the extent of it. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have fun next week's on next week's episode. I'm sure. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Oh, so good. All right. So, yeah, Bleed Black. Um, what do you have lyrically on this one? It's about depression, right? This one, no. Uh, well, th- this is the one people said like could could have been like this, uh, the 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 birth part of this reincarnation aspect of this concept album that that people thought like no, I don't see that. I don't either. At I don't all. fucking. Did you, but you saw people say that I, shit. Yeah, right? I saw that shit. Like, what are yeah. you fucking talking about? I know. It so makes I don't know. No sense. I did. I did really really like this line. It's uh like water flowing into lungs. I'm flowing through these days. That's that's a good fucking one. dope. That that's a cool line. ass line. And I think like it doesn't need to mean like a lot of things. I just think it's just really, really cool, a, a bunch of words strung together to sound rad, to look rad, to feel rad. Even if it, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, like water flowing into lungs. I'm flowing through these days. I'm fucking cool, man. <laughs> it does sound pretty rad. It's so emo, so dark, so cool. <laughs> oh, so good. So on this one, I, I think it's about wanting to know what happens after death. The second verse talks about how mentally he's been eaten up inside and how he wants to destroy his physical body. Like he literally says that in the lyrics. And then the bridge is him reaching that breaking point mentally. And then I died that night and I'll never be brought back to life. That line right there. I, I love that line. So good. It's really fucking good. It's very emo though. I died that night and I'll never be brought back to life. Dude, you're singing a lot. Once again, I know. I know what died. It's so good when he when he sings higher like that. I, that was I was enjoying it. Damn, dude, it's so. This song is so. It's such a fucking banger. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. <laughs> are you singing so? I've never heard you sing. I this know, much. dude, because I'm just you're excited, just, giddy, this, and, and giddy I'm like a, a schoolgirl. I just here. like talking about AFI. Yeah, okay. Bands okay. I really love, even though I don't think this is the greatest record, I still love talking about it, man. And I love making fun of Davey Havoc because he's fucking ridiculous so ridiculous you know what's funny about Davey Havoc too every record not only do, does their music style change but he, he changes like physically his style changes every single record was he ever like like Tim Lambisi's buff like was he ever yeah during during Sing the Sorrow and December Underground he was pretty pretty buff maybe not like Tim Lambisi's buff but like but well more fit than your average yeah, individual yeah, yeah definitely before he blacked out all of his tattoos. So dumb. Yeah. God, I think it's so ugly. Yeah, it looks really dumb. And he had a lot of cool tattoos, too. I just, it's like, dude, that looks so ugly. Even if you have ugly, like Laura Jane Grace, her arms. Yeah. Oh, it's so ugly. Yeah, it does not look good at all. I just, I, I think it's so bad. I just can't, I can't. <laughs> I understand that the, the tattoos obviously don't mean anything to you anymore. But, but that doesn't but mean does anything that look yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't mean like anything. shit. Yeah. I, whatever, though. Tattoos in general are stupid. That's true. Well, we, we have tattoos. fucking pizza tattoos. Yeah. Only good tattoos. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, Bleed Black. Do we have anything else on this one? Bleed Black. No, that's it. That's it. That's all. Bleed Black. Bleed. So, oh, this is your 3B then, right? Yeah, it's my 3B. All right. My 3B was um, was the Leaving Song. So, what was your 4B? Oh, Leaving Song. Yeah, yeah, My 4B is Dancing Through Sunday. Let's get into Dancing Through Sunday then. Faster song. What what B what B is this? Uh, it is my seven B. Okay, it's my seven B. I I like this song a lot. It's fast. It's the only song that has a guitar solo. There's only one other song where he's done a proper guitar solo, and it's this one. And then it's the song "Medicate" from Crash Love. Ugh. The only times he's done like a true guitar solo. And I love it. 
I, I think it's a fucking dope solo. It's got some serious chops to it. It plays around, but it's not too crazy. It doesn't really show off. It's just it's a it's a punker doing a guitar solo. That's fine. But they also did a guitar solo for My Michelle, the cover. For what? For My Michelle, the Guns oh, they Rose did. Cover. You're mm-hmm. right. I forgot they even did that cover that song. And we just My talked Michelle. about that too, like six months ago when we did yeah. Appetite. Yeah, yeah, good song, good cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, Dancing Through Sunday is solid. Like, I love this intro. You know it's going to drop in good. You know it's going to drop in so good. The swell is real. Davey sounds so angry during the punk vocals <laughs> and so smooth during the singing stuff. Like, that's yeah. solid. He's able to go back and forth between being aggressive and being, like, his version of, of smooth. It's right. solid. He can he, do it well. He has a lot of range. I mean, as much shit as we've talked on him, the dude has a lot of range, a lot of different styles he he plays around with yeah he throws it around not in uh, all in one song too like it's not just like you have one song this way the next song another way it's yeah like the way he can can intertwine all these different styles is is pretty fucking rad and i i really like that about davy havoc but he's just so much fun to make fun of too so because it's so easy because he's so annoying <laughs> it's just like dude come on you make it too easy this is another song too that could have been an art of drowning song had it been structured a little bit differently it could have been art of drowning because it has that that kind of speed that that drowning has and i don't know the way he sings too it still has that that aggression without that scream that he developed on this record so it's just that great great combination and like you said i mean the the choruses are catchy and the verses are aggressive and the guitar solo perfect it's perfect yeah it's just i don't know if he came out and that guitar solo was like some Van Halen thing or this is just crazy complex, that would like ruin this album. That would fucking destroy it because it would be like, wow, why is that so good but everything else is so bad? It's just, well, it's, it fits. It fits well. It does. And I don't know if he can, if he can actually play well, but like the, the solo on My Michelle, he does a really, really good job. It no, sounds he is great. A good, I, I, he is a really good guitar player. I've seen videos from, of him soloing and everything. And even the, the song Medicaid off of Crash Love, that is more of like in in step with a Van Halen solo. Like there's tapping and everything like that. Like he shows off a little bit in that solo, and it's really cool because you never you've never seen him play a solo like that in any AFI. But I've I've seen him play covers and stuff, like on live streams that he did during COVID and everything. The the guy can rip it up on guitar. He is actually a really good guitar player. There you player. go. This is so. 2003 though. Can you rip it up in 2003? I yeah I think so. I think so. Because I mean look at look at how he was playing compared to Mark the the first guitar player i mean mark was just power chord power chord power yeah. chord jade brought like this this complexity to the plane like he was playing like these crazy kind of chords he's just doing a lot of different things with it and not even really experimenting with sounds just experimenting with different patterns and different structures and everything like that it's true like this guy does like clearly has an ear for 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 nuance i mean we like the leaving song for instance that yeah. solo in the leaving song is something that could have just easily been the do 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 do, but that he goes up to that higher octave and then drops it down an octave, and that's just something that that you you don't do unless you're really really comfortable with with writing yeah music writing music and and comfortable with your own playing yeah you know because that comes with practice that comes with with experience and everything like that so I I don't know I I think I think Jade is a little bit of an underrated guitar player as well. I don't think he gets enough credit. I mean, obviously, like we said, he doesn't do anything super flashy, but I, he's still pretty underrated. I, I I can see him being, I can see him being underrated because he's underutilized. Yeah, but that's his own doing. 
that's because the music's fucking dumb after this. <laughs> it's not it's dumb just after it, this. Like, it literally just goes downhill every fucking record. Oh, my record. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's just dumb. Ah, <sighs> shit. All right. Yeah, Dancing Through Sunday. Um, I don't know. Should we play it and then get into the lyrics? Play a little bit. Get in the lyrics. Sure. Here it is. Dancing it is. Through Sunday from... Yep. When you got me in the From AFI, what do you have lyrically on this one? I, I thought this was about finding somebody who's willing to be miserable with you. Hmm. That's what I got. Wow, okay, yeah, I got something completely different. Let's hear it, baby. So I think this is him embracing the darkness that's in his mind, wanting to dance with it and see what happens because it gives him more of a thrill than anything in real life. So he, he's he's dancing with, like dancing with the devil, dancing with the depression because he, he's, he just feels nothing. He's stagnant he's just bored with his life or with life in general so like we essentially get we think it's the same thing the only difference is i think he he's he's because there's a lot of we he keeps saying we yeah but i think that's him talking to himself like him talking it's him it's it's him talking to the darkness in his mind hmm. like he's like uh that fucking thing from lord of the rings the little smeagol yeah Gollum. Gollum. smeagol Gollum. same thing is it the same thing you're the Lord of the Rings fan, apparently. I do like Lord of... Oh, I like the books. I know you've never read the books. How <laughs> do you know there were books? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were movies. The movies suck. Whoa. Oh. Oh. You know they it's true. They don't Wolf. suck. Well, they don't suck. They what? They're, they're fine. I watch them once a year. No, you, you don't watch them once a year anymore. Not anymore, no. I was going to... Yeah. Because I was so bored at my grandparents' house. There was nothing to fucking do. I watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Made you even more bored. Seven hours of just a guy fucking walking. Everybody walks. We walk. People walking. All what are the time. we in clerks too? What, what, what is this? But it's true. All this? they fucking do is walk all the time. That's true. No, you're right. They're always, you're right. They're always going somewhere. They don't get anywhere. They're always going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was stupid. All right. So, what do you? That was your four B, right? That was that was my four B. Yeah. Okay, so we already talked about my four B. You know, it's funny. Just like in a. a, a, a a tangent. When I went to camp, there was this guy. His name was uh, his name was Ryan. He's actually in a band now. Ryan Key? No, no. Is uh, I think the band's called Pressure Pressure Cracks from from uh, Orange County. Why from does the that Orange sound really familiar? 
His name's Ryan Doria. Plays bass. I think he owns a, his own studio now too. Oh, I know who you're talking about. But he used to wear. He used to. He when we went to camp, he wore two shirts like the whole time. One was a rented shirt, and one was an AFI shirt. And this is when we were like 13. So when we first year in Catalina, yeah. So we call them. We call them rancid when he wore the rented shirt, and then when he wore the AFI shirt, we called him Offy. Wow, clever. So, yeah. Very clever. Yeah. So that, that was that was always fun. We go rancid, rancid, rancid. Fucking thirteen year old kids. Yeah. God damn kids yeah. are annoying. It was hilarious. It was funny. Laugh. Laugh. There it is. There it is. All right. So you, you've gotten through all your bangers, right? No, I still have five and six. Oh, I thought you had four bangers. No, I have okay. six bangers. Okay, so what's your what's your five B? What was your four B? My four B was Girls Not Grey. My 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 five B. I put my hands up as anybody can see that. Yes. My five B. You saw it though. Is the leaving song part two? Really, you like it that I much? Do. I do. God, that's my that's my nine B. Oh, that's wrong. So so, <laughs> first of all, I didn't know you sing Spanish. I didn't know that until Fucking this week. Had no idea. Well, I mean, we all we don't even understand when he speaks English. I, I, or sings I, in English. I like even <laughs> listening to it again when I was reading the lyrics. Like, what the fuck is? There's no, <laughs> no, there's no Spanish in this song. I know, no, I no, 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 no. And I listened to it again. It's like that's not. I still don't really hear it. Well, see, when I when I read it, I thought, is this Latin? Because I would have recognized if it was Spanish too when I heard it. And I thought, you know, I just I for whatever reason I thought it was Latin because the first song is Latin. You know, it's. I didn't know that until this week either. I didn't know that either. That's so fucking cool, though. That is cool. But, um... Yeah, he speaks fucking Spanish. It's shit. It's terrible. But he speaks Spanish! I just don't know why. Why? I don't even think he's he's half or partial... I don't think he grew up in in that kind of family at all. And they're from, like, the the Bay Area, right? Well, he was born, like, in New York or something like that. And then his dad... Davey's dad died when he was, like, four. And then his stepdad and mom... They moved him to to the to East Bay to the Bay Area, and I mean, then I'm, I'm up there. Growing up in Southern California, we've only been to, to to Northern California a handful of times, but I don't think there's a lot of Mexicans up there. <laughs> I mean, there are Mexicans everywhere, but but not like the way but, there but are not in Southern like here. California. Yeah, yeah, not like here. No, no, no. Like Southern, Southern California is like assimilated with 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 Mexico, and it's just that's why all the Mexican food is really good, and that's why all the restaurants are really good. Mm-hmm. But like when I lived in, in in Portland, did you go to like fucking all the uh, all the all the places that that people think are like Mexican jobs are run by like white people? You go to like Taco Bell, it's all like fucking white people working there. Like, what the hell? That's weird. It's bizarre to see. <laughs> Just weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know where I don't know where fucking he gets off speaking Spanish. I think it's weird. It is a little. It does seem strange. And I had no idea he sang Spanish. Because none of the other guys are, are are Mexican or Hispanic or anything. So I I don't get it. I don't get it either. But I like this song. I, I think leading from from Miser, Miseria Cantare. That right? sounds cool. Though. My fucking the, the Gerard Butler in 300 over here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it catches you off guard because you think that this is going to drop into this hardcore punk thing because that's what we know AFI to do a lot. Mm-hmm. But coming off of Mis, Mis, Miseria Cantare, going to leading song, it's that's not at all. No. It's almost like it's jarring. It's weird. It's off-putting. It's something new. It's something different. Here's a new mm-hmm. A5 right off the beginning. I like that. I dig it. I respect it. Well, even the 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 intro with the guitar, it's like heavily distorted guitar, but all the hammer-ons and everything, it's something different that, that Jade hadn't done up to this point or that I remember him doing, those hammer-ons and pull-offs and everything like that. And then, and then you know, there, there's that lull where there's almost silence, and then it just drops into that heaviness. Because... Like you said, I agree with you. It, 
it should have dropped into something fast, like something off of the Art of Drowning or something. But no, it's like this this almost like heavy ballad. Man, it's it's bizarre. It's a really really bizarre song. Dude, the chorus is so goddamn catchy. And this is like when we first kind of hear the guitar tone, which is just super crunchy, super yeah. dark, and it goes like throughout the whole song. It's so great. Vocal melody has like nothing to do with like the instrumental part in the chorus. Not at all. And I love that. I love like that contrast. And it's like just fucking like three notes. Just like two different things. And it's <laughs> it's I don't know, it's cool. Like how do you how do you get it? either how do you put a melody to just those notes or just the, the thought of, of dumbing down your guitar part to underplay the melody, I guess. It's solid writing. It is. And I, I know that AFI have always, or not always written, but the, the Jade and Davey era, the current era, they've always just written the songs together. Like they'll get into like a hotel room. Maybe not on this record because they were still kind of living all together in a squat. But after this, they would they would just get together in a hotel room and just like bounce ideas off of each other and create these demos. Just the two of them secluded, doing nothing, or with nobody around them to distract them. And I'm just I would love to just be like a fly on the wall and see who comes up with what first. Like, is it, it does Davy come up with the melodies first? Does Jay come in with the with the melody, or does he come in with just a guitar part? I, it's just it's weird. I totally agree with you on this song. And how would you like None even of this come up sense. with this melody first? That and it's so cool because the the background vocals are just very gang vocally, and then Davy sings his part really quick. I still don't know. I, it could break my heart. Is it something like that? I, I I read the lyrics again this week, and I still don't remember yeah, what you're saying. And you may take my heart. Yeah, and you may take my heart away. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying why did you do that it's so irritating oh Dude, man the bridge part is so fucking cool too here a lot of little a lot of little cool bass parts that are that are interesting enough to hold like your attention mm-hmm. don't ever take the song and uh i don't know it's the second track this the second track for afi is is like is kind of more important than their opening track the opening track is always not always but after a while, it became sort of like a, like a thesis statement. Here's what we're going to present to you in the upcoming album. Here's what's yeah. going to happen. But the second track is where it's at. The second track has been traditionally just let's drop into something fast, heavy, aggressive, something powerful. And here they kind of it's still fast and aggressive and powerful, kind of. But it takes like a different approach to it. it takes something that we've just never heard before. Yeah, you're right. And and like I I know like the shut your mouth thing. You think that's like a vast different departure but like this is so fucking this is the biggest yeah this is so different yeah this is the biggest transition they ever they ever did and like this is this is a like east bay punk scene dude this that's the most unforgiving fucking scene that you could possibly be in yeah and they did well they did well in it but knowing that they're going to come out and they get the fucking like top-notch producers to come on this album too yeah so so that's even crazier because you know, the art of drowning they made with like no money, you know, locally, and they were all living together, had no money. Then all of a sudden, they get this deal with DreamWorks, who put out this record, and then they get Butch Vig, who's, you know, best known for putting out Nirvana's Nevermind, you know, the drummer for Garbage. He's done so many fucking amazing sounding records. And then Jerry Finn as well. And Jerry Finn at this time had done the, the two Blink records, had done Anima of the State. And had done uh, uh, "Take Off Your Pants" and was at this time was also doing Blink's "Untitled" record. 
You know, the, the guy was also like becoming this juggernaut within the pop punk scene, mixed with Butch Vig, who makes these huge sounding, I don't, I don't, sonically amazing records. I don't know how AFI hooked up with them. Well, I don't know a, why DreamWorks. I don't know how DreamWorks could have paid them that much money. I, it's just none of it really. It, it doesn't really make any sense. But that's like that's that's the leap that these guys are taking. These guys know that they're going to alienate their hardcore punk fans. Anybody that that I grew up listening to fucking you know very proud of you and answer that and, and like those fans are done. They're not going to listen to this just because that's the punk scene. That's what they yeah. fucking do. So like they're alienating themselves by pushing away their diehard fans and they're hoping they can capture this new this new genre that's that's emerging of this this goth hot topic scene and they're going to try and capitalize on it. That's I don't know, that's risky. It's extremely risky. It's risky. But and just because you get work, big though. producers doesn't mean that it's going to produce great records. I don't think Adam in the State is that great because of Jerry Finn. Saying it. Don't care. But you love Toy Patch because oh, of Jerry Finn. Because I love Jerry Finn on that one. You love Untitled. But like, Jerry Finn. But like, but like, Jerry Finn should have told Travis to calm the fuck down, for one, on Enema. <laughs> and he should have stopped putting his little fucking fingers in there, all the little organ things. It was just no. on one song. The organ was no. on one song, and it's Don't fucking it. amazing. Don't need layers. It's Don't need great. it. Let the kids play. Do you know They'd Jerry Finn also worked on Crash Love? Well, that's annoying. Well, well he did. Well, well he did. Okay. But anyway, um, what are we talking about? Leaving Song Part 2. Do you want to play a little bit of it and then get into the lyrics? I mean, like, we could play every single one of the songs. We're not actually playing the songs. Well, I know, but people so don't you, know usually when we, usually But I'm when just we, doing this so I... Oh, you're, just ruining but, the, you're ruining the magic. But usually when we do this, we like when we get this late... We don't play the song. We're just like, eh, that's why we don't need to play it. Okay, that's fine. So like, I don't, I don't know. No, okay, I okay. Because then we can technically we can play every single song. Well, true, I know, I know. You're right because usually after like four or five songs we stop. Yeah, we just because we're either I don't right. know usually pretty buzzed or fucking I don't know. Uh, oh, well. All right, so we're not gonna play. All right, so we're not gonna play the leaving song part two. Uh, so what do you have lyrically on on the leaving song part two? Wait, oh, what are the lyrics? Uh, leaving song part two. This song is. I thought the song was very self defeating. It's sort of just punching down in a depressing way. It talks about going through the motions and doing the same thing over and over. But like, there's this. I don't know. There's also this hint of 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 like, just a poet doing poet stuffs. String of words together that sound pretty together. It's fine. That's what yeah. I thought. I thought there was like some. There was something cool here. There was something. There was some theme here. But I, I still think overall this song is uh, just a lot of cool words like starting together. Okay. Yeah, fans fans have said that, or they claim that it's about dying and eventually coming back to life. So part of this whole reincarnation theme, overall overarching theme here. But I don't see, I still don't see it. It, it is it is interesting like why the leaving song part two is before the leaving song. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. Like that's, I mean, that's, I've always thought that was really weird. Because you don't, there's no context as to why that that is a yeah. thing. I think maybe they're just annoying. They want to be annoying. <laughs> so I, who knows? Who knows? I, I think here the the verses on this one are about him feeling empty, ready to take his life. Then the pre pre chorus comes in, um, says, and he's talking about how this isn't the first time he he's felt this way, or he, he's it's not the first time getting that. This isn't the first time he's gotten to this point. And then the chorus is him thinking. That after he does, after he commits suicide, he'll feel a sense of relief as his soul is taken to another place. 
that's what I feel like the song is. It's, Damn, girl, look at that. That's that's what I think on this you one. You can cradle it. Walked away in the grave. Reach out. And the found it. Oh man, great band, great album. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine going to this going to this concert right where they're doing it for the first and last time? And I don't think I don't think he does this, but but if he was fun, he would do this. He would put the the mic out into the crowd and have you sing the lyrics, and just somebody go. Sounding like a fucking baby. Oh, he's so good, so funny. Holy shit! Yeah, that was my five B. And my last oh, B, man. my last B, just because I'm going on a roll here. My last B is is, is Miseria Cantare. Okay, the opener. The opener. That's my yeah. six B, six and last B. So yeah, this uh, it this means sing the sorrow in Latin, which like fucking we said, cool, it's pretty fucking cool. That's cool. I agree. Latin is cool, man. Yeah, Latin. Veni vidi vici. Stupid. Veni vidi vici. Nothing from nowhere, nothing at all. It's a pretty good opener, though. It's a good opener. Once you get to that point, like everything, that buildup is whatever. So it's, it's not their best, like, intro. Yeah, but... But it's, it's solid nonetheless. Like, the electronic feel sets up, like I said, the album. that gives a taste of this this electronic hybrid that AFI wants to become, but are kind of, like, still pussyfooting around, and, and they're going to they're gonna do it here, and then December Underground is going to drop, and it's going to blow people's minds even more. But I like when they come in and start screaming. It's pretty fucking cool. It is pretty good. Pretty damn good. Singing parts aren't like my favorite, but still fun. And the song builds nice. I don't know. It gets heavier and darker and heavier and heavier, which is normally, I don't know, we, we assume is going to drop into this heavy, like, aggro punk song. And again, it just it goes into leading song part two, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Just fine, man, because that's a new AFI. This right? is also I, a I really long intro. I think it's over three minutes long. It's a long one. Well, it, it ceases to become an intro and becomes like a song at this point. Yeah. Did you watch? But it's still not strong enough to be a song. Like it, it's it's kind of lost. Well, because it's it's an intro, because it's set up to be an intro. But then, like I said, it's too long to be an intro. It's but then it's a song. <sighs> so obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> did so you annoying. did you watch any of the videos that were, were CM Punk that had this in his uh in his, his 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 intro? I did not watch them, but I saw people commenting stupid. at the bottom. It was dumb. It sounds really stupid. It was it was very stupid. It was for like AEW too. So like, who cares? I thought people love AEW. I don't. If they it's, say not, it's better than WWE now. If it's not, if it's not Attitude Era WWF, don't care. <laughs> don't care. Well, 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 that. So yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I am, um, whatever. Okay. Whatever. So is that all you got for this this song? Um, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I I don't, I don't have much written for this one because it is the intro. I just like I said, the only thing I think that's really cool about it is the. Is that first line in the verse, or I guess you can call it a verse, and then also the meaning of the song. But honestly, I I don't know. If, do we want to talk about any other any of the other songs? I I want to hit silver and cold because it's the worst song. Because it it's it's the worst song. Yeah, very oh, nostalgic though. Still, another one I want to talk about, or at least the intro to, is the great disappointment. Okay, that that bait. Or which one do you want to talk about first? Let's let's do the great disappointment that end with silver and cool. Okay, so yeah, the great disappointment. Um, it, it's it's that that kind of droning like feedback that's going, 
And then it, that bass line comes in, that doom, 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 boom, boom. So boom. good. Nothing it's fancy, good. super easy, yeah. just really laid back. It's cool. That part's really cool, but uh, after that, it's a little bit underwhelming because you get that killer bass line. And the choruses, they're more ballady. They're not, they're not the catchiest thing. They're not fast or anything like that. It's a really good song, but it doesn't, it doesn't. Well. This bitch is over five minutes long, too. It is a longer one. does not one. fucking need to be over five minutes long. Yeah, yeah. It's too long. This, but, is, like, this is like their version, or they, they're trying to be like um, Asthenia on Blink's mm. self-titled record. Mm, it kind of reminds me of that, like the the lead up to it, the lead up in Asthenia and the lead up in this song. Maybe, maybe that's like a, of each other. Maybe that's a Jerry Finn thing. It could be. It really, really could be. Because he likes inputting a lot of sounds when they don't need to be sounds. Oh, my God. Whoa. You're the only person I've ever known that's ever talked shit on Jerry Finn. Whoa. Whoa. Not everything he does is bad. I think most of what he does is great. It's just let him play. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. And he did. Why do you need to add more sound to a group that is fucking loud as a three-piece? Why? Tell me. That organ is perfectly placed in Wendy Clear. Fucking dumb organ. Go back to Oregon and if you love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible comeback. Um, but yeah, that, that's really all mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about in The Great Disappointment was that bass line in the beginning. Okay. It's okay. fucking killer. Um, so let, let's jump back to Silver and Cold, my least favorite song on the record. Yeah, that's good because it's, it's stupid. I, I really only wanted to talk about one line because it's so cheesy, so douchey. Okay, what is it? I will I will paint you in silver and wrap you, you in gold. gold. God really damn. Bad. Fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> You're the worst. You're an asshole. And you watch the video, right? Oh, dude, the video is so bad. It's so dumb. And it's they, so bad. They actually filmed this video. I think they had like a day or maybe two days off in Prague, the Czech Republic, and that's where they they actually filmed it on site. Like it wasn't just a bunch of green screen, but it's just like Davy sitting up on that perch above the river. It looks so fucking ridiculous. He has like he has good facial features. Like he's just he's a, a good looking guy. He is, but like why hide it behind all that fucking ugly ass hair? Get the fucking hair to your face. Ponytail it up, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Put man. it behind the ears. I don't know. You're ugly. You're ugly <laughs> like the violent Thames. Then down history. No, but he, he is a good looking guy. I mean, he definitely annoying. Is, but he it's has fucking like annoying, ugly, ugly appearance. Not appearances, but ugly clothes and style. A lot. Yeah, uh, for sure, ugly style. Yeah. But but like, yeah, they, they, like, like the chorus of this one, right? This is essentially two singers. Like the, it's like two different singers. They, like any, any normal band, that would be two different singers going back and forth. But he can do it by himself. Like the guy, yeah, can. dude, the guy can like do, can do whatever he fucking wants. No, you're right. You're right. And he chooses I, to be obnoxious, but that's fine. I think. I mean, just overall, the song is pretty boring. It has that that kind of basic drum drum lead in that. Doom, 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 get, doom, doom, doom. And then it's just all the downstrokes. It's the the din, 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 and then it goes into this electronic drum beat, and then it's just this really really kind of soft sounding song. And they try to make it really anthemic in the in the chorus, like you Ugh. were saying. And it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. This is this is bottom tier bottom tier AFI for sure. It's it's definitely like scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like like they just and this it, is it's a catchy single. too though. But it's it's catchy. It is catchy, it is but catchy. it's still not a good song. And this is the third single they came out with um, after Girls Not Gray and Leaving Song Part 2. And I just, I, I don't get why this was a single. There were better, catchier songs than this one, for sure. 
Yeah. That aren't even a, that aren't that aren't even aggressive. Like the cellular dream, that could have been a really good single. Pa- uh, uh, makeshift paper airplanes, that could have been a really good single too. It has the it has that that poppiness. It has the it's got a cool like dance yeah punk style. Yeah, if I did. But this is just seems like a really really weird song for a single, and it's dumb. It's not a stinker, but it's a uh, it's. No, it, the, it, I, I don't even think this is close to being a stinker. Yeah, but it's it's just not good. Just in the context of it, and like I said at the beginning of the episode, you could take this out and put in Synthesia, and it would have been, or now the world, and this record would have been this, better. This this song is better than all of Bodies, and this song is better than well, all Wolf? than uh, than Wolf? all than the of, album all. Yeah, oh, that too. No, that's Sleepway Dog. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Um, was it a Crash Love? This this song is better than all God, of Crash you, Love. You know, I. This is what happened. You didn't listen to Crash. And it's better than all Melancholy. I'll throw that out there too right now. I'll tell you that much about it. Well, that, you're just saying a lot of stupid things that you're going to regret. I would never, I don't, I have no regrets. (laughs) No regrets. Do we have anything else on on Silver and Cold? Nope. We really, we really did this because since we've done this pod, we've, we've done AFI at least once a year. We have, yeah. This could be the last one we do though. No. What else we have to do? We've done everything else. We haven't done Answer That. I don't think we've done, very proud of you in the new format. And then we we can do December Underground. As far as I go. Is I could it? do December. As far as I go, baby. I could do December. I could do Crash Love. Okay, we're, see, we're getting I can do crazy. Bodies. We're getting crazy. I could do any of these AFI records. I know you could because you have a, you have a high tolerance for bullshit. <laughs> I get it. We could I also do it. All Hollows. We haven't done that in the, new, in the new format. That would be fun to do. That would be cool to do. I feel like that would be really short. Or do or do an EPs episode. We could do EP, once we get the EPs, we could do the EPs. Yeah, episode. we could we could do the early EPs. If, if we get the EPs, <laughs> we could do the EPs with absolutely. all hollows, a fire inside, and Missy Man EP. It'd be cool. You should you should mention that you could picked up. Or I guess you already did that. People listen to the pod, but you have um you have a, a, a single right. What, what, what singles did you get? I have the girls not gray single. Ah, that's right. Yeah, and it has the hang, the live version of the hanging garden on mm-hmm. the B side. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so let's wrap it up. Let's yeah, give our final sure. thoughts on Sing the Sorrow and then give our rating uh, based off of our world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album, give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I, I think there's a lot of nostalgia with this. This is this is right in high school. And uh, our high school was, was very... I don't know about all high schools. Our high school is very much in this 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 era, this scene, right? Yeah, like the metal definitely. scene, the metalcore scene, the punk scene, but kind of like well, the, the metalcore scene came out of our area. But like, I don't know. I don't think kids from Loera, like all all the people I knew from Loera, didn't listen to to like a Treyu the way Esperanza did. I know, I get it. Treyu Esperanza, there's a little bit more ties. Yeah, but everyone from Loera didn't listen to like this this stuff. Uh, okay. Okay. So I, maybe it was just like a Yorba Linda thing. It does seem like a Yorba Linda thing. It does seem like a like a and I'm Hills Yorba Linda. I don't know. But it also, know. but it also bled into like Huntington Beach because that's where you know the Bleeding Through guys that's were. True. Eighteen Visions. It's all pretty much the same band. That was all like Huntington and everything like that. So this, I don't know. This 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 holds a place in uh, in time and in, in my heart and my heart. And it was it was fun to see all these little kids have their little Davy hair, Davy Havoc haircuts, the DHHs. Sure. That was fun. Um, I, I would give this a two. This is a two. Just a two, huh? Just a two. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't. I. I don't think it deserves anything higher than that. I don't think it deserves anything lower than that. I think it's a perfect, perfect two. Wow. Okay. I will listen to this again. I don't really skip any songs because even the bad songs are kind of like, oh yeah, I remember this one. That's pretty stupid. 
but I still enjoy it. The I still giggle. One. There you go. It's good. But uh, I think it's a solid two. I think it's a solid two. Again, right. AFI is is AFI is quite possibly the only band that is the perfect representation of like progress, regardless if it's bad or good. It's just it's perfect. Everything yeah. they do is so well crafted to be. Every album they do has a hint of the next album, and then it just it progresses and progresses and progresses in a way that I don't particularly like or care for. But I think it's fucking. I think it's absolutely insane. I don't. There's no other band I can think of that does it. Anywhere close to the way they did it, no, or the way they do it, still do it. It's fucking bands cool. try to, but they, and it's not the same as AFI. Even even going from Crash Love to Bodies, I mean, there's still a lot of like differences between them. Oh, absolutely. But like individually, there's a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. That's cool. That's fucking yeah. rad. That's respectable. I respect that. I do too. I give it two point one. I give it two point one. Ooh, mm-hmm. look at you. All right. Yeah. Um, agree with you. There, it, there's a ton of nostalgia here. What is she? What's Phoenix doing? Licking her wound. Oh. Yeah, I see you. Dumb dog. Dr. Dumb. All right. Yeah. My, uh, my final thoughts. Th- there is a ton of nostalgia here. I, I mean, I was, I was a full blown AFI man at this point. And <laughs> I know you had your Thursday God, AFI dude, shirt. You I, had your Tuesday AFI shirt. <laughs> dude, I loved, loved, loved AFI in high school, man. They were just so, so goddamn cool, man. And I, I just watching people, <laughs> like this record and love this band after I'd been trying to push this band on everybody prior to this record made me infuriated me in high school. I'm sure it did. Oh, it made me so mad. Like I tried really hard to push this fucking band and this is the thing that, that everybody loved and it pissed me off a lot. But um, this, I hated it at first. I really, really like this record now. It took a long time to grow on me, but there's some great, great stuff here. And we just talked about all of it, all the great stuff, all the stupid things. So with that, I'm going to have to give this record a 2.5 out of three. Damn, that's high. Wow. 2.5. Oh, wow. 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 What do you, do you remember the AFI shirts you used to have? I vaguely yeah, remember oh, yeah. one. Which one? I think it had like the four of their heads. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one I was wearing when, when we got in trouble. Oh really? Yeah. The day the the, uh, the bomb incident. The bomb incident. Oh nice. Yeah. And the guy made a comment. The guy who was uh, asking us questions. He was he was a fan. He's like, hey dude, I really like your shirt. As I'm sitting on the, the guy, the guy, the, the guy, the guy. Yeah. The cop. Yeah. The cop. The fucking cops. The cops. The caps, man. man. Yeah, I had that one, and then I had the the art of drowning one with uh, the devil on it. With the red, it was red writing on the top, and it had the the, the gray devil down the center of the shirt. Mm. Had that one. I had another art of drowning one. Yeah, I had, I had the All Hollows cover on on the shirt too. I don't remember, I, I, I don't know why, but I remember the one with the faces, the heads. Yeah. That was, was the coolest so one. Stupid. They that just was so they just stupid. They just uh, like so two, like a year ago, they just re released that shirt. It's a stupid shirt. It's a fucking red shirt. They have dude. cool album covers. Like, why would you buy a shirt with their fucking heads? That's all they had at Hot Topic Dumb. at the time. Dumb. It's I, all they had at Hot Topic at the shirt. time. So, anyway, yeah, two point five out of three for me on this record. Oh, high. That, that, that's great fine, fucking though. record. That's okay. Got it on vinyls. Would love it. Would love an actual official copy, but I have a bootleg. I found an official copy once. Yeah, but it was like four hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, wasn't it? It was like four fifty. Yeah, that's, I could have got them down to like four hundred. I'll pass. A little high. <laughs> Way too okay. high. Okay. All right. Way too high. What two hundred? Would you pay two hundred? No. A hundred. I do a hundred. Okay. I do a hundred for an OG copy. But anyway, I don't know. That's all I got. So ah. thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
give us five stars and tell your friends because we're the best podcast ever. And that's it. Tell all your that's friends. all. Do you get it? Oh.